Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things mindset, manifestation, and creating your dream life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, my good friend, Molly Wilder. And um, thanks. <laughs> and she is the host of the Island Vortex podcast. And um, I'm having her on today to chat about tarot cards. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm going to be hosting another podcast called Wild and Aligned, but oh, it's not nice. quite out yet. So. Okay. Yeah, is that changing for No More Island Vortex? No, they'll, well, be doing both, but oh. they'll just have, they have a different kind of niche. So Wild and Aligned is more for women who work with natural magic and mm-hmm. inner work. Nice. Okay. Um, so Molly actually got me into tarot cards way back when, um, when I was going through a really hard time and I went to Molly's house and she did a tarot spread for me. And like, do you remember, like I was falling and it was so powerful. And that's when I really like got into the magic of it. Can you tell us how you got started with tarot cards? Yeah. I mean, I think we need to just like go over like what the heck are tarot cards first, because Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of judgment around them and a lot of misinformation and tarot is not something that's scary or demonic or like it's, it's not even fortune telling. Like Mm -hmm. this is a tool to help us with self-inquiry and to help us adjust our perception of our behavior, our thoughts, the external world, the internal world, so that we can be more in alignment with our hearts. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it, I mean, I was looking for that. That's what I was calling in a few years ago. And I started doing some seasonal magic work with Natalie Rousseau. She's a fantastic teacher for seasonal magic. Mm -hmm. And the same day that I signed up for her course, I purchased my first tarot set online. And it was just, it was the Moonchild Tarot and I was just so, so drawn to it. Um, And then it turned out that Natalie was actually using tarot in the course and you needed to have a deck. So it was just really synchronous. Yeah. Um, From there, I used them for a year to just with my personal practice and not even sharing them, just helping me with self-care and looking deeper, doing big inquiry into how I can both heal from old trauma as well as move forward on my dreams. And it's been amazing. Like it's just grown from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I kind of really wanted to, I think, get across to everybody on the podcast is like, um, Cause I was like, so anti all of this stuff years ago. Like this is the last (laughs) thing that I think anyone would ever think that I would be into like the crystals and the tarot and everything. But like after Molly did it for me, I am such a big journaler and I love mindset work and self-development and journaling. Mm. And I feel like tarot is the most amazing tool for just like getting, digging into questions and getting insights and like things that you didn't really see coming to kind of bring things forward for you to think about. And like, I feel like that's, it's most powerful practice for me. So yeah, totally, I love it in that way. And I think, I think we really do have to be like, just show so much gratitude for Danielle Noel, the creator of the Moonchild Tarot, Mm. because there are certain tarot decks. Like if you go more traditional, if you go into the Rider Waite, there's lots and lots of books about them and how to use them. But what Danielle has done, what she's created and what other 
tarot creators like her have done is they've created a book that goes with their deck and their what they have channeled into the cards and the symbology that they've incorporated as well as adding what I love about her deck is she's added all of these questions. So she's given you all of these tools of divination of self-inquiry to go further, which is not as easy as working with other decks. Like I'm working with the Toth tarot right now. And the symbology symbology is so, so rich that you're leaning into your wisdom of symbology and archetypes and mythology Mm. and astrology way more than you're going like you're not going off of a book with a a kind of set meaning to each card so there's different decks that that help and I think the moon child deck is just such a perfect beginner's deck and 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 so good for self-inquiry oh yeah okay I really want you first to um I wanted after this first next question, I want us to dive into like how you can use tarot, like a step-by-step for journaling and mindset, like a morning practice or something. But second, can you please tell this funny story of um, the tarot deck that you got from me? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) This is amazing. Okay. So tarot has like, as much as I've been calling in these different modalities to like do inner work and to learn and to develop. I feel like tarot has been calling me like I've been calling it, but it's been calling me. And it's so funny how, you know, I, I bought that deck when I started working in the, in the 13 moons course with Natalie Rousseau and then just growing further in that. And then like two years later, you are like, Hey Molly, like in our women's group that I was hosting once a month um, when I was living on Vancouver Island. Um, you're like, someone dropped off four tote boxes of tarot cards to me. Do you want them for women's group? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. So and these were just like, like, these were just like a random client. Her dad had to go into care. He collected them his whole life and she found them in the storage bin and she was just going to throw them all out. So she, she knew that I was interested in tarot. So she dropped them all off and I was like, oh my God, Molly, do you want these? Like, I don't know what to do with all these. Yeah. So it was amazing. So it was really amazing. Like I laid them, I, First, I was like, yeah, not knowing what I was about to get. And then um, you had a friend of yours, Lorna, she's amazing, drop them off at my house. And I opened my door and there's these four tote boxes. Like I did not expect so many cards. So I laid them all out on my kitchen counter and I cleaned them and just just smudged them and, and kind of checked out the feeling of them and put a whole bunch in a pile to be like distribute through the women's group. So just, I did some little mini classes on tarot and shared them with whoever I shared them with some of the students at my high school who are newer into it. And for months I just had boxes and boxes and boxes laying around flash forward about six months. I went into one of our ayahuasca ceremonies and couldn't end up sitting because of my moon and because of a few different things that just didn't align. So I went to stay with my friend's house and I'm talking to her partner and he's talking about the toss deck and all of the spiritual significance, but also the symbology and work that you do to learn this deck. And I'm, I was so interested. It was such a like nourishing conversation that I walked away from that ceremony or that non-ceremony feeling, okay, this was the conversation I was supposed to have. This was like supposed to happen. So I came home and I was, 
I was like, okay, I need to get rid of these tarots because they just like, we had like given so many away and taken some for myself, like offered some to other people, put them on the internet. They were just like, I still had boxes of tarots. <laughs> so I took the two last totes that were left to Hidden Gem, which is a little metaphysical store in Langford. And I was like, hey, do you want some tarots? And it turns out that they had asked the question that morning of where are we going to get tarots for our tarot classes? So like <laughs> they were like, just the universe was like working. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Like the universe was just working together. And this is like, just brings me back to like, everything is connected. Um, and that, that ability for us to be existing in this collective consciousness and working together in like heart-centered intention. It's just so amazing. So anyways, I dropped the box off and I looked at the top box and the Toth deck was sitting right there. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I need to grab this one. So I grabbed it and she looks at me and she's like, is that the Toth tarot by Alistair Crowley and illustrated by Lady Harris? Or <laughs> hold on. I've got the box right in front of me. She said, yeah, Frida Harris. And I was oh like, yes. And she's like, does it say Frida Harris or Lady Harris? I was like, it says Frida Harris. And she goes, oh, wow. You should look that up online. That is, <laughs> that is, a, that is a pricey box right there. So I went home and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I looked it up online and it turns out it's like a first or second edition of this tarot deck that was um, first published in 1969. And yeah, it's worth, if it's a first edition, it's like $4,000. And if it's a second edition, it's like between two and four. And it was just like absolutely ridiculous. And I have, I was- And yeah, you still have it. No, I still have it. Like I have no intention of selling it. I, this is something Uh, like I really want to work with. It has some energy that's just been like calling me. So- yeah. yeah, I'm gonna protect this deck. And I was like, oh, sure, wish I knew tarot cards were that much Yeah, I think there's probably some other collector's editions in there. Like, probably. even know it. Like, I didn't know that this guy collected them. Like, there was a yeah. union deck in there. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so good homes. I thought that was so cool. Um, so yeah, tell us how we can use tarot cards for like a total beginner um, in like a morning journaling practice or anytime journaling practice because you are like the queen of this. Molly will fill out like 20 pages of journaling on like one tarot card. <laughs> Not every day. I won't do that every day. I'll do that like specifically around the new moon or on my moon time. Like I have specific days out of my cycle that like I really love to do that kind of intense journaling, but no, I don't do 20 pages every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the best way to start is just pulling a single card. And like I said, getting a deck that has a more, um, a more comprehensive book, like lots of decks come with this little white book and it's not very comprehensive. It's really kind of hard to understand. You have to know a little bit about tarot and a little bit about astrology to get into those decks. Whereas many of the more modern decks, like there's the Fox Tarot, there's Moonchild Tarot, like we talked about they have a book with them. Mm-hmm. If you want to go more traditional, the Rider Weight is fantastic. And there's so much literature on this deck um, or the Rider Weight Smith is a good one. They're more traditional, but yeah, doing a single card pull every day, it helps you get to know your deck. There's usually um, in this deck, there's 81 cards. 
Um, so it helps you like really get to know them without trying to like learn a whole bunch at once. You can meditate with it. You can reflect on the imagery. What I really like to do is if I'm, if I'm getting to know a deck, which I am still getting to know the Toth deck right now, I'll pull a card in the morning and I'll write down all the imagery that I see. So for instance, if I pulled this top one, the peace card, which is the two of swords, I would say, okay, there's two swords piercing the center of a blue lotus. There's also the sign of the moon at the top, and there's the sign of Libra at the bottom with another smaller kind of dagger sword. And there's actually two dagger swords, one piercing the moon, one piercing Libra. So to me, I would just write this down. I would write down the filigree that I see on the swords. There's very specific uh, patterning behind the sword, and there's the color green at the base and gold at the top. So I would just write that down in the morning, and then I would write down, how do I feel? So for me, it's always getting into your body. Mm -hmm. This is not about divination. It's not about telling the future of your day. It's getting to know the truth of what's inside you and how that is going to reflect in your day. And that's, that's really like where I start. So when I say writing down the sensations that I feel, you're getting into the felt sensations, the tension in your chest, the feeling of maybe you have tiredness through your body or your shoulders feel like there's heaviness there. Maybe there's some sensation in your jaw or your face. So I would just write down those sensations and then depending on if I had a book or if I'm working with a deck that didn't have a book, I would start writing down, you know, my association with the symbology. If I had a book, I would go through it. I would feel out what felt true to me. So that's what's so good about Moonchild or the Fox Tarot. Um, and depending, again, if it has a book, like the Moonchild, there's questions that ask you like, um, what, what are you ready to nourish right now? What are you ready to let go of? What old patterns are you ready to shed? So things like that. And it just prompts you to dig that much further into like, okay, what is this feeling that I'm feeling? What is there at the surface that I'm ready to let go of? Yeah. Something that I found really helpful with the Moonchild deck was like, it comes with like so, a few examples of different spreads that you can do and journal through. Um, so I'll like get my space all nice with like my crystals and everything and grab my journal and I'll do a tarot yeah. card spread. And then I'll like write down what all the different cards are and what the questions were. And then I'll spend like time journaling on each question. But I feel like something yeah. you did with me was like, you didn't just do like a spread. You did like, you did like, a card and then you did like another card and like how did you do that, that yeah I mean that was when I was still getting to know it and I don't I don't always work with set spreads like I have um I really like using the Celtic cross spread which is a 10 card spread but I add two cards so I've kind of shifted it a little bit to make it my own to make it feel intuitive to me mm -hmm. I also when I do those big spreads I don't read every single card yeah. For people, I kind of get the broad picture and we go from there and then depending on where they need to go through my questions with them. So it's not like, like I'm not, I wouldn't work with you where you stay silent and I just tell you about you. Yeah. I would ask you questions to help you find the truth of what you need mm -hmm. versus me just telling you who you are and what you do, right? Like that doesn't feel as peaceful as like yeah. doing an inquiry with you. So that one that I did with you, we just pulled three cards and then 
through those three cards, there was some like stuck points for you where like we had you go into your body and feel different things. And then depending on that, there was a question that came from that. And we kind of grew the spread intuitively based on what you needed. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that felt really peaceful and that felt really good. It came to a point, if you remember, where I was like, Tara, you're asking the same question over and over again. No. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a very like enlightening day. And I think that is the benefit of like working with someone like Molly who can like guide you. And like, not only do you have the tarot information, but you have like the passionate inquiry, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I did the compassionate inquiry course with Gabor Mate and I, I did a course completion. So I didn't certify in that course, which has a whole different other leg, mm-hmm. but I took it kind of for myself and to amplify my coaching practice without necessarily like being a practitioner of yeah. compassionate inquiry. Yeah. But, um, like, but I, yeah, like that added to the tarot is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Cause like Molly was able to like cut into where I was struggling. Like <laughs> no one I've ever... I kind of want to tell the story of when uh, Molly met Trevor for the first time. (laughs) Oh yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I still feel bad about that. I was like, so I I had like been isolating myself a little bit. I think I had like lost some social skills. No, it was, it was hilarious. Like, um, but like, this is where Molly's strength is as like a coach and all of those different things. It's like, she gets straight to the heart of the matter and like we had me and Trevor over for dinner and we'd just gotten engaged I think and um yeah it was like the first time he'd come to Vancouver Island yeah and he'd never met her before before and we like sit down to there and she just like turns to him she's like so what are your intentions like what but she wasn't like <laughs> she was like fully serious and like expecting an answer like why do you want to marry Tara what do you expect from a marriage like was just dove straight in and he was like oh my god I'm so scared I, I think I like I did that to you too like I, yeah. I I mostly I was like I think my opening question was like I need to ask you guys like if anyone has asked you these big questions like has anyone not just been like, oh, I'm so excited for you, or this is weird, what are you doing? But like, ask you the big questions from a non-judgmental perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, you're so non-judgmental that you can just open up. So yeah. Okay, so in terms of tarot readings, like, are you doing that for people? Online? Right now until New Year, because it's it's fairly new for me. Like I've worked with the tarot for myself for a few years now, and I've worked with other people like I think I did that spread for you, what, like a year and a bit ago. And I've over that the last year and a bit, I've worked with people kind of in a non-professional way, just working with friends or working with people if they needed it. Um, And now I'm finally stepping out into this path of like, no, I'm going to offer this as a service and charge money for it. So, excuse me. (coughs) So doing that service is a little bit new and I'm, I'm still working kind of the the process that I want to do that for people that I really don't know like I did a a spread for a young man yesterday and he was in Peru Mm. you know I've never met him before and um, he just knew me through the podcast and wanted to do some work with me so we did it at spread and it was absolutely fantastic but there are some like me getting used to this new, the newness of it. So until um, January 1st, I'm actually offering 
all of my tarot readings, the 75 minute full 12 card spread or a half spread 40 minute, like a reframe for a discount. So it's 20% off um, if you use the word Tara in your coupon <laughs> code. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're, they're awesome. Like I absolutely love working with people. It's really, like we said earlier, combining the, my skills through compassionate inquiry, what has come from plant medicine, as well as the tarot seems to be this, this little moment of magic where people can really tune into themselves and witnessing it and being part of it is pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like, I just found like the sessions. I, I think I ended up having two sessions with you. Um, like we did another call, um, was immensely helpful for me when I was going through a really hard time and like making decision, big decisions in my life. And I think if you're feeling stuck or if you're uncertain about like your next move, or if you're really like second guessing some decisions, like this is a really powerful way to really like learn what's really going on with your intuition and Molly can guide you and like you can heal, mm. let go of a lot of emotions. I feel like it's really good. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely not like, it's not like working with Oracle cards where they like affirm different things for you. Mm -hmm. Tarot is quite to the point and it can be quite direct. Um, there's not a lot of sugar coating with tarot. So you definitely do like, you get straight to the point and, and sometimes that's a really necessary thing. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest, um, like light bulb you've had or like experience that tarot has brought you? Oh my goodness. Um, I think continuously it's, it's pulling cards when I think I'm like, like if I'm on my high horse, I'm like, oh, everything's going so perfectly. And like, you know, maybe there's parts of myself that I'm neglecting. Tarot always shows me that it's like, like it'll show me this really beautiful card, but it'll be upside down. Like the energy will be muted a little bit, or it'll show me like, in my future, like if I'm continuing forward with the energy that I've got, there's like big burnout. And then if I ignore that, it's like two days later, I have like this big meltdown burnout kind of thing. So it's, it's continuously showing me where I'm expending energy and where I need to like pull back. And that's been this beautiful lesson of the last year is slowing down, like mm -hmm. not having to be so productive, not having to be so content oriented just being like no go and no, feel peaceful about everything <laughs> sorry no, i'm not no. talking to you i'm talking to yeah but you're like you're just this like powerhouse of content i it yeah. only because i love it but um okay i had two questions in regards to that or one comment was that i always get shown when i'm being too materialistic like that card yes. all yeah. the time it's like where's your true happiness what are your actual goals and i'm like yeah. i want a range rover okay <laughs> so leave me alone Tara. But, you know it's funny like when you were talking we were talking like you wanting to have a million dollar a million business or a million dollar business and we pulled some tarot cards for that and you know it's it's constantly reminding yourself that like money isn't bad. Money isn't this, like, it, it's not a bad thing to be materialistic, but is that the truest thing that you want in your heart? Yeah. 
So it's not saying anything's bad. Like in tarot, there are no bad cards. There are some scary cards that people go, what is that? What does that mean? You know, like pulling the five of cups or the, the seven of, um, oh gosh, the, yeah, the seven of pentacles is a big one for me, but also the, like the obvious ones, like pulling the tower or the devil or death, like all of those things, there's no bad tarot card. And there's no bad, like, if it's saying, hey, you're being materialistic, it's not saying, hey, you're too materialistic or you're too greedy. It's saying, hey, you're not actually in touch with your deepest heart's desire. Yeah. Your deepest form of joy. It's always right. <laughs> I just like yeah. don't want to hear it sometimes. But okay. Now my other question was, I really hate when I pull a card upside down. <laughs> and I, mm. I, I thought it was interesting how you said when you pull it reversed, it's muted. Like, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it depends on the card deck. I know the card deck that you use, the Moon Child, she has some very specific um, descriptions for the cards being upside down. For me, it's typically the energy is muted or the energy isn't as clear as it could be. So if I pulled, for instance, I'm just going to pull a card right now from my top deck. Oh, look, I pulled the queen of discs upside down. So the queen of discs is this very, like, she's kind of got this empress energy. There's lots of greenery around her. She's got these beautiful horns. There's like this wisdom of nature. It's ruled by Aries and you have some, so Aries is the first, it's cardinal, cardinal fire sign. You're an Aries, (laughs) Um, but it's also ruled by earth and this like very, so, so you've got fire and earth here, which is typically like a really good combination. It's a really beautiful card. When you have it upside down, you're like, okay, well, maybe I have too much earth energy. Mm. Maybe I have too much fire energy. So it's starting to make those, those informed questions of where am I too planted? Am I starting to like drag my feet in the mud because I'm so grounded? Mm. Or am I like, having way too much fire where I'm burning, burning up my roots. Mm. So it's starting to ask those questions of how is this card not fully balanced? Yeah. And that's where working with someone who reads tarot can be a lot easier than divining those meanings on your own. And that's why having a book is really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I would have no idea where to start with like an actual tarot deck, but I, the moon child will give you kind of like description. The, the moon child tarot deck is an actual tarot deck, Tara. <laughs> like, it's a really good tarot deck. Like, um, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't really look at the cards and try to, like, discern the meaning. I'm like, I look it up and I'm like, okay, what is this telling me? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. You know? but, yeah, which is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to do, like, a quick little sample reading for the listeners? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, before we do that, I just want to touch back on those hard cards because sometimes, especially for someone who doesn't know tarot, mm-hmm. even just mentioning like death card, devil card, tower card, it can be a little bit of like, what the heck, what is this witchery that you're working with? Yeah. Um, in tarot, you know, we're, all of the things are reflecting what's in you. So if I ever have a client who's, who's pulling, pulled the devil card or if the devil card's in a spread, depending on where it is it's not about the future. It's not about like the devil being in your life. It's 
about us creating our own suffering. And, you know, when we're talking about heaven and hell, this is our experience in life. When we're in our heads, when we're in suffering, when we're in addictive patterns or trauma patterns, that is, that is hell. And I know so many people have been there in this life. When we are present, when we are clear, when we're with our breath, when we are in the moment, this is pure bliss. This is heaven. This is where we feel our essential selves. So typically when we pull a card like that, it's saying, hey, where are you wrapped up in your own suffering? Mm-hmm. Where are your addictions? What vices are you going towards versus going towards things that can heal you, like looking at yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not distracting yourself? When you pull something like the death card, which is actually one of my favorite t- cards in the tarot, it's That's actually like a good come card. to an end. Oh, it's a beautiful card. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the end of a cycle, which means it's the beginning of a new cycle. So, you know, pulling the death card right side up is like, oh, I've done it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ready to shed my old skin and be reborn and, and start a new cycle of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about that perspective. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I had to have cool. a question. What what are your uh, top three favorite questions to ask the tarot for just like a single card poll? Oh gosh, I I don't actually ask for single card polls anymore. I just meditate in and like try and connect with my heart. And basically there's like an intention. It's like an energetic intention of like, show me myself today. Okay. Um, whereas if I'm doing like, if I do a quick three card pull, I'll often pull like for my heart, for my mind and for my spirit. Okay. Yeah. We um, should, I'm asking on the podcast. Cause I never really get that one. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if I'm asking questions, so around the new moon, I will often ask, what am I ready to shed? Or especially around the dark moon, what, how do I need to end this cycle? Mm-hmm. How can I bring about the completion of the cycle? Okay. Typically asking questions are like that are like open, like how and what, and you know, those kind of questions are the best form of questioning for tarot. When you ask a yes, no, you're like, ah, oh, what does this card, does this card mean? Yes. Does this card mean no? Like if you pull the sun card, that's a very bright and beautiful card and can often mean, yes, go for it. You're, you're doing great, mm-hmm. but you know, too much sun can burn you. So yeah. Having yes, no questions, it, I don't recommend it. I don't, I don't like working with yes, no questions because it's so ambiguous and people are typically when people ask a yes, no question from the tarot, they're saying, Hey, I want someone to give me the answer. I don't want to look inside for the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my favorite one is just like, what do I need to do today? Yeah. Because it just feels like open. It doesn't feel like scary. It doesn't have to mean anything bad. It's just like, what do I need to hear? Let's see what comes up kind of thing. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. And that's great. And you can often connect, you know, if you have connection with ancestors or if you have connection with um, your spirit guides, whatever your connections are, maybe it's your connections to the sun and the moon or your connections to God, Jesus, whatever they are, you can call on that and you can say, okay, I need some guidance. I need some wisdom and I need something that like shows me my heart because essentially our hearts, our essential selves, 
that is our connection to all of those things. Yeah. 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 It just helps you really tap into your intuition. I feel like it strengthened my intuition and hearing my inner voice so much more just by using tarot and like getting grounded and asking questions and so far. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I love it. Okay. So would you like to do a three card spread? Yeah. Do you have time for that? Amazing. Okay. Um, I want you to, would you like to do the body, mind, spirit? Sure. Or do it body, mind, soul and do a little throwback to your, to your body, mind, soul. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like should, okay. I mean, I'll just let you guide it. You guide, you do what sure. you do. Okay. Um, I want you to put your feet on the floor. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I see that you're comfortable with your knee. Like you're all like <laughs> draped over yourself there. So yeah. place your feet on your floor and just press your feet down into the ground for a moment. Take a deep inhale. Take a deep exhale. And then one more time, deep inhale. And as you exhale, just connect with your heart and ask for some guidance. And I'm actually going to get you to say your full name three times over. Oh. Go ahead. Tara and Prunette. Tara and Brunette, Tara and Brunette. Okay. I have like a question in my mind, but should I just keep it? Beautiful. Okay, just hold it in your mind for a moment. And Tara, I put three piles in front of me. Would you like the left, the middle, or the right? Uh, left. Okay, and I'm going to do that again, and you go ahead, left, middle, or right? Middle. Okay, and now I'm going to split them into two, and I want you to pull the left or the right? Left. Great. Okay, so first card, body. We've got the moon, mm. mind, we've what got the six using, of way? cups reverse. I'm using the toss deck. Okay, sorry. So body was moon. Body is the moon. Okay. The mind is six of cups, but it's reversed and it is called the pleasure card. And spirit is the eight of wands and that is swiftness. Ooh, okay. And it is right way round. So I want you now to ask the question that you had in your mind. Out loud? Are you comfortable with that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, basically, it was just like, am I on the right track in terms of um, what I'm really focusing on in my business and life right now? Mm. Kind of vague, but... okay. So you asked a yes, no question. No, or sorry. Um, okay. Not in terms of yes or no, I guess. So. We can still work with it. Like it's, it's like a, it was more like, like okay, how, so right? I've been feeling really called towards like Neville Goddard's work and like was up all night last yeah. night getting really excited about it. So it's kind of like, I guess I'm asking, I guess it is a yes, no. Like, is this the right 
thing for me. Is this the right path? Okay. We can work with it. That's okay. Um, so overall there's the moon and you have the moon and swiftness on the left and the right, and you have pleasure upside down. And I'm just going to turn it right way around so I can read it. And then we'll, we'll talk about it reversed, but for your body card, you have this, like, there's this divine feminine energy here. And the moon is, it's one of our luminaries and it's one of the cards that allows us to see beyond the structures uh, that are normal for us. So I think this is encouraging you, like get into your body and, and learn the cycles of your body. And for women, this is really easy because we have our moon cycle. Mm -hmm. We have our menstrual cycle. We have the wisdom of those times. And it's not just, you know, when we don't bleed, when we bleed, there's a whole process of, of energy rising to ovulation, energy descending like a big inhale and a big exhale. So there's this intuitive wisdom that women have just via their bodies. Beyond that, it's the moon is a portal to, to wisdom and knowledge. And this is like, this is really beautiful that this is coming up in your body. This is something that I always say, your body, your tissue holds so much wisdom. So notice, you know, that answer, that yes or no to your yes or no question, this will come from your tissue. Mm. This, like to me, this is the biggest card in your little three card spread because this is like your answer is in your body. So when you spend all night staying up, looking at Neville Goddard, all of this like really amazing information, there's, there's lots of mental action there. There's lots of like doing energy. What come back to your body? What do you feel? Is there fatigue that you're fighting? Is there some tension rising in your throat? Is there, you know, constriction anywhere, mm. anywhere that you have that tension, you need to bring your attention to it. And that will inform you of how to move forward. Typically, if you're excited about something, this is good. Like this is, if you're passionate about it, if you want to do it, this yeah. is amazing. And in your spirit card, you have swiftness. So I'm going to pause and I want you to say, like, I want you to tell me, you know, how in your body, just hearing this, how do you feel? What's coming up for you? Um, it feels good because I don't like, I'm impatient. <laughs> So, and like this word that's really been on my mind lately is like decision and deciding and committing. And I feel like swiftness to me goes along with that. Like when you decide things happen swiftly. Mm -hmm. That's what Yeah. Yeah. What do you, so, what do you I mean, there is, you have the, for your mind card, you have the six of cups, which is pleasure. And this is a beautiful kind of flowy card but it is upside down and this you know for me the mind is air and so pulling a cups cups card upside down when you have swiftness on the right and the moon on the left to me this says hey you know come back into your emotional body the cups are emotion water is fluid and it is very connected to the moon um, in this card, you have Scorpio, which is a water card, and the sun. So there's a little bit of opposing energy there because you have a water and then you have a fire 
right? The sun is fiery, it's hot. And those elements typically don't go together. So with this card being upside down, I would caution you to maybe step back out of your head, come back into your emotional body because that swiftness, you might start running too fast. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. swiftness that there's a lightness to it. But when you start, when you start moving too fast, you start kind of jeopardizing that communication. And this card, it's ruled by Mercury, which is our power of communication. It's our power of travel, of doing, of, of vocalizing. Hmm. It also has Sagittarius, which is this like really joyful, typically astrological sign of this zodiac. So I would, I would say, hey, yeah, you know, check your, your mental state. Are you trying to rush things? No. Your spirit is swift. You get shit done, Tara. We all know that. <laughs> but let's make sure that you're doing that from a place of, you know, wisdom of your body, wisdom of your emotional body, and clear communication, clear planning. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Cool. How does that feel in your body? Um, I liked my version of it better. <laughs> <laughs> you always do. <laughs> I don't like, yeah, I want to, I feel like I have been so uh, slow for the past like year. Like, okay. So I want you, instead of coming into your head, I want you to go into your body right now. What are the physical sensations that you feel? Impatience. Is, that, is a, that a physical sensation? Um, what do I feel in my body? I feel just like energy, like coming upwards. Mm -hmm. This is not like a psychic check. This is a visual check. Someone yeah. the other day asked me, he's like, I, I asked him to check in with his, his body. And he's like, how did you know that I wasn't like, that I had shifted? Like he thought mm -hmm. I was having like a psychic download yeah. of some kind. And I was like, no, this isn't this isn't psychic. This is just being attuned and observing what's happening. So lots of what I do, you know, it, it's intuition, sure, but it's observation and attunement. When you're present with people, you notice a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be psychic to work with the tarot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Anything else you want to share? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at mollyjwilder.com. You can also find me at mollyjwilder on Instagram. Um, everything just, if you like Molly J. Wilder is basically the base for Facebook and Instagram and my website. Um, you can also, the Wild and Aligned podcast will be coming out towards the middle of November, which I'm really excited about. So I'll have to have you, we'll have to do a little chat on manifestation and all the amazing things yeah. that have been manifesting and, yeah. and how tarot can, you know, tarot is an incredible tool for manifestation too. Oh so. yeah. Um, it's been amazing. Love it. Thank you, Molly. Thank you so much, Tara. I really appreciate it. And thank you for your openness to pull a few cards. And yeah, we'll have to do a full spread for you sometime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Make sure you guys check out Molly. Talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>